What's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jeff, the host of Saucy Conversations. And um, we just want to bring you a special ladies' night edition to the Saucy Conversations. Um, these two beautiful queens has been on episode six of the episode. Y'all go check it out if you haven't. I got my homegirl Jasmine August in the building. Say what up to the nation. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here again. And I have um, her bestie in the house. Yes. Miss, <laughs> Miss Tosin. Miss Toast, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> yes, I'm doing great, Jeff. So happy to be on again. Yes. Toasty. Toasty here. <laughs> Jeff? Uh-oh. Do we lose Hello? Jeff? Oh, I thought we lost you. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to catch up with you ladies on um how y'all um, dealing with the coronavirus and everything. Um, oh, yeah, I'll start. Um, I would say that, you know, um, like I said offline to you guys, I've just been, been really just centering and doing inner work at this time. That's been my most important focus is just going in you know, this is a unique time, a time that I hope we never get like this again because we don't want any more plagues or any more um, pandemics. So, you know, this is a unique and once in a lifetime kind of thing that we're experiencing. So um, although there are lots of people dying and a lot of people sick and, you know, it has got progressively worse and, um, you know, concerning. I'm not going to say frightening because I know who I place my trust in and my trust is in the Lord. So I'm not worried, but I am concerned and, you know, just trying to be informed of what's going on and and listening to the news as much as I can, but at the same time, not being consumed. So, you know, a lot of reading, a lot of praying, a lot of um, eating properly. Uh, I've taken that opportunity to really, really put more emphasis on my health and especially immune health at this time. So, um, on my last episode on my podcast, I spoke with a, a wellness expert and um, she gave my listeners and myself tips on how to, what type of herbs we should be taking, what should we, supplements we should be having and those type of things. So I went to the health food store on Saturday or actually it was Friday and um, I got some sea moss, I got some elderberry, um, I got St. Wart's, um, how do you say St. John's Wart's. St. John wort, yeah, um, herbs, and I got red leaf and burdock and, you know, a lot, lots of different herbs and liquid vitamin D. And um, I've been taking it and I've been honestly, you know, I can't say that I feel like 100% different automatically, but I feel well. I feel very well. I feel very well. Yeah. I have no sneezing, no coughing, no nothing. And um, so far, so good. So that's what I've been doing. Okay, so that's how you staying active for your time. Yeah, you know, I think that I think for me this this time was needed. I did a lot of. I'm a busy. Anybody knows me. I'm a very busy person. I'm always moving. I'm always going somewhere. I'm always traveling, and I I had two trips planned. I had a trip to Houston planned for March twenty third, I think, or twentieth. I think we were supposed to leave, yeah, and March then twentieth that. March 20th, we're supposed to leave. And then that following Friday, I was heading out to LA to yeah. be there for another week. So, like, that's the type of time I'm usually on. And that's what I would have been like right now, I would be in LA. And right. 
you know, the fact that God has sat me down and said, be still, um, mm. is like, okay, I hear you. You know what I mean? And I've just been trying to do, like I said, all the things that I, I know I wouldn't have had time to do, or I just wouldn't even put the emphasis on it. It wouldn't have been important to deep clean my house. You know what I mean? And like really go through old clothes and like those type of things. So, right. You no. Know, yeah. So, Miss Tosa, how are you dealing with the uh, the whole Corona era now? And uh, what are you doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing so I stay active with your time? That you yeah. So, um, I mean, I would say similar to what Jazz is doing as far as like just taking this time to really do a lot of the self care things that we put on hold for so long. Um, I, mm-hmm. you know cleans my house I organize my pantry make sure I know exactly what I have what I don't have I've been working out um consistently throughout the week um I really utilize YouTube um they have tons of workouts um particularly I like the hit workouts which is like the high interval training workouts um so I've been doing right. those and I'm lucky that I am already signed up with a personal trainer um, who goes by Health is Key, um, K-E-I, little plug for her. But I've been with her for over a year, and she does online training three times a week um, in the morning around 6 a.m., so I've been doing that. Um, apart from that, I also am working, so... Um, I'm pretty busy throughout the week, nine to five. I'm like plugged into my computer doing conference meetings, different things of that sort. And then I'm also a graduate student in my last semester at NYU. So I have classes in the evening, (laughs) um, and homework, which has been keeping me really, really busy. Um, this week I intentionally chose, you know, this is the third week we're going into the third week of being quarantined working from home um this week i intentionally chose disconnect a bit from the news i felt as though i was surpassing awareness and becoming inundated with the updates and it was starting to take an effect on me honestly so i have unplugged a bit um just only allowing myself about 20 minutes a day to get the updates from the news Um, and I feel a lot more calmer. I really just took yesterday to watch Netflix, catch up on the third season. We'll start, um, season three of Ozark. I want to get into Tiger, Tiger Man too. Um, so kind of just trying to, you know, balance the panic with just, some careless enjoyment. Um, And then just staying on top of my fitness and on top of my work and schoolwork throughout the week. That's how I've been really staying active with my time during coronavirus, week three, week four. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I know you had mentioned um, that you have your um, your own fine, right? Your own business. Yes, I do. Tell us about that. Yeah. um, Well, it's interesting that. You know, is our, my business is called Holistic Remedies, LLC. Um, we make cannabis-infused organic products. And one of our products, um, our CBD healing balm, it actually has a lot of these, um, you know, ingredients that people are talking about about immune health right now. It's a CBD topical that you just rub on the skin and it um, removes um, inflammation, 
It alleviates pain. It smells great. It's just an aid to relaxation as well. Um, And it has St. John's wort. It also has echinacea. Um, And even some people consider CBD um, to be a sort of immune health. Um, Maybe not necessarily directly related to COVID-19, but it's been shown to like help with cancer patients and things of that sort. So um, if you're looking for some real natural organic ingredients um, infused with CBD, um, you can check out our CBD healing balm. Again, great for pain and inflammation. Also, our um, hemp seed body butter is a really popular one. Um, also made with the natural ingredients. And with the rate that we're washing our hands, people, <laughs> you definitely should be thinking about how you're going to keep your skin protected during this time. Um, Mm -hmm. And as you know, or as you may or may not know, our skin is like viewed as the biggest organ in our body. So anything that Mm -hmm. you put on your skin is really being absorbed into, you know, the bloodstream and things of that sort. So it's really important what you put on your skin. And like I said, our uh, CBD healing balm has some of those therapeutic, you know, um, ingredients, St. John's or echinacea, Um, And our healing balm is equally um, healthy and safe for use and can really help you keep your skin moisturized um, during this time. So I hope you guys all check us out at holisticremedies.co. We're shipping where my partner, he's really holding down um, the shipping aspect of it. Um, So, yeah, just put your orders in and we'll make sure that we drop it off to the post office. Um, of course, we're making sure that we're disinfecting everything before we ship it out. And none of us have any flu-like symptoms. We, we're healthy over here. So nothing to worry about with ordering from us during this time. Yeah, I mean, sounds great. Yeah, go and um, support her. And um, <laughs> I will because I got some bad kneecaps. So I need some bad knees in my old playing days. So I definitely need some of that. Um, with me, with my underwear one time, I'm working. I'm in the security field. Uh, people don't know. And, um, you know, it just, the last couple of weeks has been the gift and the curse for me because I'm just stuck with the curse. The curse is, is that it's a lot of people dying because of this virus. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the, also the gift, it, it actually opened up your eyes to see how much people are really nasty. You know? <laughs> right, right. That's a fact. Yeah, people are they're not, you know, covering their mouth. They're not, you know, when they sneeze, they're not, you know, sneezing in their arm or, you know, putting their shirt over their mouth and nothing like that. Mm. And, you know, I had a couple of experiences in, in the bathroom with guys just, you know, just doing their business and just walk out. Or they, they do make an attempt to wash their hands, but they don't use no damn soap. They just put their fingertips in the water and, and then shake their shake their fingers off and yeah, then grab a uh, mm. paper towel and wipe their hands. I mean, people, it really opened your eyes to, to see how um, people are really nasty and it's all about basic hygiene. <laughs> you know, like when you used to go outside when you was little, you know, play outside and everything, you used to come to the house, what's the first thing your mother or whoever was gar- your guardian at the time to tell you to wash your damn hands <laughs> when right. you get in the house? Right, exactly. So I think, so I just think this basic hygiene, you need to go back to this basic hygiene and you know, basically what they teach you in kindergarten and up, wash your damn hands, take a shower, wash your clothes and, you know, you, you know just, um, You'd be fine after that. That's a fact. And yeah, I saw something a few weeks ago. I think Charlemagne, um, the God, had posted it. 
saying like in 2020 we thought that we would have flying cars but instead we're teaching people how to wash their hands and it just really like resonated with me because I was just like wow like yeah (laughs) we're back to the basics that everybody should already know like we should be the Jetsons but we still the Flintstones (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know we going back I think what I think is incredible about this time and that's just I'm just an optimist I'm always always looking at the cup as half full. But I think what's incredible about this time, like I said, I always say this with a heavy heart because so many people's lives have been lost and the more people mm-hmm. we see every day and the more faces that we're put into it, it's like, it's hard to say a blessing in this and, oh, be creative at this time. Because like at the end of the day, people have lost their mothers and their fathers and their grandmothers mm-hmm. and their sisters and their husbands and their wives. So like, like I say that with that on my heart, but the silver, if there was a silver line, and I would say that this is allowing us to get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, we laugh and say, oh, we getting back to washing our hands, but maybe it's time that we do get back to the basics, the basic thing that used to be important to us, like human interaction, yeah. like spending time with and, talk, and meeting other people and talking to them in person. Like, this is going to conversely make people, humans, feel like I am virtual out. Like, I'm tired of everything on the phone everything on the tv now when we are allowed to go back into the world we're gonna want to do all the things that we kind of been pushing to the side Mm -hmm, like just going to the park like just going to brooklyn bridge park or going by the water or you know like you said washing your hands or just just the small things and i think that you know like i said last time we spoke i believe this is a purification of the earth and i believe that this Mm. is a divine time that God is allowing the earth to be rebirthed and letting mm-hmm. humans, giving humans the opportunity to rebirth themselves. Mm-hmm. So th- anybody who who is not um, seeing that or taking heed to that is like, you know, there have been plagues, there have been many plagues throughout the, the duration of the earth. There have been so many different plagues and each time, you know, it was an opportunity to for the earth to be anew, to be renewed. So... Yeah. This is the time of renewing. And unfortunately, like with anything, there are going to be lives lost. And that's just how life works also. And I think if we started to, I saw a a great post um, the other day. I followed this page called Law of Light. And it said, you know, I don't see death as an end. I see it as me getting out of one car into another. Mm. And if we started to see death in a different way, then even the death of people won't be as devastating as we're feeling it to be because it's, if you truly believe in eternal life then you know it's not the end and no. that it is just a it's just a it's just a, a change of um vehicle you know change of a vehicle that you're that you're getting into you're coming out of one dimension and into another no. so so even in death that's still that is still not final you know as as people make it seem if you are spiritual and you believe that you're an eternal being then you know that it's just it's just going on to the next, the next level, the next, yeah, the next, next chapter, mm-hmm. next, next chapter. chapter, yeah, next chapter, new vehicle. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you were saying. I just hope motherfuckers don't turn to zombies. <laughs> I'm a big Walking right. Dead fan. <laughs> you know, right. I can deal with, I can deal with the, the Walking Dead zombies, but though, um, I am Legend zombies and the World War Z zombies, I can't deal with. Them. <laughs> nah, the Walking <laughs> Dead zombies is just as bad. I can, I can deal with them because they slow. Because they walk. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The other I've never one, seen that either. Yeah, if you watch Horror <laughs> Z, uh, what is it, Brad Pitt? Oh, oh my they're god, they're like fast as crap. The zombies. Yeah, yeah. like they fly at you. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. See me, I, I'd be dead already. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, ladies, um, so how um the Corona um virus has affected your um, relationship or um your dating life? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I, I think I, I think you asked me that question last time and I told you that, mm-hmm. you know, for me personally, I will say, um, as I'm in a new space, you know, I'm newly out of a relationship right. and, um, as I'm enjoying that time and getting to know myself, it's not affected. I don't think it affected, it's affecting it in any way. I don't think that right now, um, I'm looking to be like on the prowl, so it's not necessarily affecting my dating life. Maybe if I was like going on dates every other day and you know whatever, it might have affected it. But I think for me right now, it's actually benefiting my um, love life because you know me and my um, separated partner, <laughs> him and I, has given us the opportunity to do deep reflection. Like we both have to stop and really think about where we are in our lives and and where we are in our friendship and our bond and all those things and it's just we we can't pretend and drown it out with alcohol and going out to the with my friends and going on trips like if it had if this had not happened I probably would have been trying to um medicate myself in that way or distract myself in that way and that's often the way that we deal with breakups it's like okay I need to be outside I need to die and like I've even given that advice to my friends and to myself but in this time, me being able to, like, not even having that option to be out in the club or be out at the lounge or at the bar to distract myself, I have to really feel every emotion that is happening right now. And right. that and that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And also, I mentioned to you guys that I'm sober right now and I'm not drinking and I'm not, you know, doing anything to, to medicate myself or to distract myself or to numb my feelings that I'm feeling every single thing and it's good, bad, and it's, but it's necessary. You know what right. I'm saying? It doesn't all right. feel good, but it's like, it's very necessary. And um, so I say positively affecting my love life. You know what I mean? Because it's giving me time. It's giving me time to be in solitude. And when I am able to go back outside and I will be newly single and be able to meet new people and all of that, I'll be a better jazz than I would have been if I was looking for a rebound or looking to be distracted or filling myself with liquor to numb the pain of a breakup. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I think this is, I think this, this is affecting it in a positive way. That's good, Yeah. I mean, I would say just in general with relationships, friendships, um, you know, throughout this time, I actually think that, the restrictions that we have when going outside are forcing us or influencing us to be more intentional about connecting with people. So I would actually say that like throughout, since we've been, you know, deemed to stay home, um, I've actually been setting up scheduled calls with people to talk. Um, which is very different from before when we would just kind of just call people on the fly. If we caught them, we caught them. If we didn't, we didn't. We're actually like planning to have a dedicated time to speak with one another, which I think is good. Um, I also 
think that when you have the video conferences with people, you actually still do kind of feel connected. And like um, with my friends, we never actually um, used to utilize the, um, let's say like the four-way FaceTime calls or like the five-way FaceTime calls to have all of us on the phone at the same time. And it's actually been really fun and enjoyable to do that. Um, And I felt like we're really intentionally like i keep using that word but we're really intentionally like checking in on each other to make sure that everyone's doing okay during this time um which is which is something that i feel like wasn't necessarily happening before like if we were in the same group chat we would just text if we were available but like now it's kind of just like okay we haven't seen each other we're not gonna be able to meet can everybody get on the call at six o'clock today like you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really appreciate yeah. that aspect of COVID-19 and how it's, like, really made me, like, focus on connecting with people during this time. Right, right. Um, with me, um, relationship-wise, um, I, I'm not in a relationship with, um, with a woman, but um, other relationships, like with my best friends and you know my family, and um, actually has um, brought us together. Um, you know, you spend more time, and you spend more time, you know, in the house, or you spend more time on the phone, just checking on in and out on each other, like you said. Um, as for my daily life, um, you know, there's there's still way. This is one thing that you know is a blessing in disguise, and that's technology. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Tech- so technology, you know, actually, you, know, you actually hit somebody in a DM or something like that. You know, you still can shoot your shot with somebody because yeah. <laughs> you got your <laughs> technology and everything. But yeah, I think more it has. I've seen like um, uh, people um, posting um, stuff on social media, like they at home and it, and it, they can't go to a restaurant to celebrate their anniversary or something like that. So they, they decorate the house. Yeah, you know, they, they have a, a nice kind of like dinner or they're having a birthday party. You know, um, they, you know, baking a cake, you know, from scratch or whatever, or the, or the box or whatever. They start blowing up balloons and stuff. You know, people are still uh, moving forward with their lives. It's not stopping their lives. You know, so that's, um, and also I seen the other day, Kurt Franklin did a, a live concert. You know, he has some people in his um, living room. I'm a big Kurt Franklin fan. So, you know, he, he was on Instagram live, giving like a free concert and everything. So I just think for everybody in whole, uh, it, it's still um, it, it's opened up the mind for people to be creative mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Instead of just going to the club or to a restaurant, they can actually do things like mostly the old school way is what my OGs call it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's how they bond each other. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, listen, um, I, I have heard people just to just to touch on relationships really quick i've heard people talk about you know like online dating and i've i've been completely opposed to it and i still am um you know i hope that we will be able to go back outside at some point <laughs> but um so it's if, scary. if that if, if we are inside for a year then maybe i guess i would online date i don't know <laughs> but um but no in, in all seriousness um i feel like you know, this is a time if you cannot see your boo or your bae or whatever because you guys want to like for germ reasons, like let's say he's still working or she's still working and they're going out and get on the train and da 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 and you kind of quarantined yourself in the house like me, for instance. You know, like 
even me being in my home and if I did want to have my significant other come over, I really don't even want him to Mm -hmm. visit. Like any conversations that we need to have, we're having via telephone or FaceTime because I've kind of quarantined my house at this point. So it's like, I've been inside, like you're still outside. So mm, I don't know. And I do feel like, you know, once we are able to kind of come back outside, like I said, the time of solitude and being to yourself and just purifying yourself is going to be so amazing that everybody, I think everybody's going to come out so much more enthusiastic. Like, Mm -hmm. just like, hey, like I'm happy to be outside, like just nicer, just more kind. This is a time for humanity. I think everybody's going to be more human. So that's going to make for better connections as it as it pertains to the relationship space. So for anybody single that's listening, like if you are single and this can be a lonely time for single people who want to be booed up or hugged up and you don't have nobody to come over, like, you know, it's okay. You'll be okay. When you take this time to be alone, when you come back outside, you know, we'll hope that the, all the men and women that are outside, they're going to be very happy to be outside too and might make for better connections. So I'm just trying to look at it from an optimistic standpoint. So for anybody that's single and don't have anybody, you know, it's okay. Yep. The best is yet to come. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, so um, how, um, you know, they're shutting down like the barbershops and the, the hair and the nail salons. So from a, a female um, point of view, how would that affect y'all? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just actually really lucky that I just got my hair done before we was able to, like, stuck in the house. So I've been good, actually, right now. Um, (laughs) um, But (laughs) at the same time, my hairstyle only lasts about three weeks. So I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do at the end of that three-week period. Um, But YouTube is my friend. Um, I have lots of times to watch (laughs) tutorials and things of that sort right now. So I've just been chilling. Um, As far as the nail salon being closed, yeah. Even if it was open, I was not going. It's too close quarters. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, no, I, I would not be going. So it's fine. At least we're all staying home right now anyway. So it's not like... Anybody's gonna be grabbing your hand and saying, "Oh, let me look at your nails. They grown out. This and that." I think it's. I think it's fine. I think again. I mean, to Jasmine's point, like what's happening right now is kind of having people in the world like shift focus on like what's really important versus what's not important. So, um, I've been. I've been okay. I've been able to manage with with it being closed. Okay. Okay. What kind of hairstyle do you have? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I actually for the first time, um, I tried a um lace front wig install. Oh, okay. Um. So I'm still learning all the the terms. This is the first time I've gotten this hairstyle. Um, but for my ladies okay. and gents who, who know the world of the lace wigs and all that stuff, you, you guys know what I mean. It only lasts about three weeks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but my, my hairstylist is really responsive via text. So I'm sure she'll walk me through whatever I need to do to keep myself looking okay. Yeah, that's going to cover. 
Yeah, I seen a couple of videos on YouTube, and just the, the amount of work that goes into it, it's a yes. lot. Yes. So I can make y'all look for doing yes. <laughs> and sitting through <laughs> the hours of putting that together. I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been saving money and time right now. Well, I'm, my hair is natural right now. I have my fro, so I've okay. actually been loving my fro. Like, this okay. is... This is why I was like, I'm just... I'm just really happy about this time like I feel really I feel really blessed and I feel a lot of gratitude in my heart in this very moment um just even like with my hair for example I've just this time has allowed me to fall in love with my hair and fall in love with my curls and my fro and if this feels good and I feel free and I also do want to like experiment with like wigs during this time I want to learn how to well I've already made a couple wigs before I know how to make wigs but I want to perfect it during Mm. this time so you know really to the point where I can make my own and I can color them, and I can, you know, do all the styles that I wanted to do. I also want to do some, um, I kind of know how to do hair, so I do, like, ponytails, and I could do braids, and I could do something like that, but I just want to really do it better. So I'm going to do some um, some faux locks on my hair during this time. I'm going to try to do okay. knotless braids. I'm going to try to do, like, jumbo braids. So, yeah, I mean... I'm happy. Like, it's not really affecting me too much in that aspect because I do know how to do my own hair. So I don't have to go to the nail salon. I mean, the hair salon. As far as my nails, now, I did have to take my uh, my acrylic nails off and I just have no nails right now, which is also good because it's giving myself, giving me time for my nails to kind of breathe. And, you know, I'll just be putting clear polish on them and try to take care of them until I can get back to a nail salon. Now, my feet... <laughs> <laughs> My feet is a different story. Um, yeah, my feet is a <laughs> my feet is a different story right now. So I I get gel pedicures, so I don't I can't even take it off because it's like I I get it taken off by the people. So I don't even know how to get I don't even know how to take it off. Like I would probably have to soak in acetone, and but even still, like I don't know how to take it off myself. So. They're gonna have to stay on until they like grow off, or hopefully by the, before <laughs> then, before, before then I could get a pedicure. So like my toenails look terrible, but I've been taking care of my actual feet. I've been like scrubbing my feet and like you know just taking care, keeping my feet soft and like you know those type of things. So the toenails is not popping, but the actual feet is good. So okay. 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 so you know we. You know, ladies, please, you can still take care. Even if you can't, like, if you like myself who get gel pedicures and you kind of stuck with the gel on your nails, you know, you're just going to have to thug it out. But you can still, <laughs> you know, get the pumice stone and the and I use, like, a lavender um, sea salt that I put on my heels and underneath my feet. And then I use, like, a, a pumice stone and I scrub it every night. And I also put, like, Vaseline on the bottom of my feet and put socks on to keep it soft. And it really works. And it keeps my feet soft. So... Okay. Um, I I know. Question. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you, you mentioned that you went natural. Is it um more work to put in as you was to get like a a weave or something, or is, is it less work? Oh, it's definitely more work. Um, it's definitely more work. But I will say I've kind of got my routine down packed now. I've been natural for. Whew, I haven't had a perm since 2010, so I've been natural for 10 years. Oh wow! But mm-hmm. I typically wore my hair in sew-ins and braids I really wouldn't wear my hair out and then in September I cut it all off like it had got damaged because I was straightening it so much Mm. so I cut all my hair off in uh, September and did like a really short cut um and since then I'm really counting my non-natural hair journey from that point 
you know, my real taking it seriously journey from that point on. So September 23rd, I cut my hair and, um, you know, now I got my routine kind of down packed. So I do like a wash and go kind of thing. I just wash it. My curls naturally kind of come out with the water, but just to secure and lock them in, I use like a cream or something like that to like really make it not hard. Like I don't, it's not hard, but just to make it a little harder than it was right? so that um, it can stay. And that lasts me for a week. So I did my, I'm doing wash days once a week now. So my fro is still good from last week and tomorrow I'm going to redo it. Um, so it's more work like on wash day, but if you can maintain it from wash day until the next wash day, then it's really not that much work. It's like once a week. Right, right. I heard that. Um, uh, what is uh, one thing that you noticed about yourself that uh, caught your attention during this whole quarantine period? Mm. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like um throughout this time. Oh, I'm sorry, so could you go ahead. My oh, I'm no, no, sorry. I didn't start. I didn't, I didn't start talking, but my <laughs> somebody was calling me, so it cut you guys off. But go ahead. Oh yes, okay. So you know, I was saying that um, I don't know. I think I'm noticing things throughout. Like I feel like every as things with COVID nineteen rapidly evolve, I feel like my emotions have faltered up and down um throughout this whole process so I think originally I was realizing like wow like I really don't necessarily like always being home you know um I think that was a realization in the beginning but after a week two weeks passed and I just got over the idea of like having to like got over the idea that I'm gonna be in the house until further notice um my mind started to shift and I started to just think about what things I want to do productive in the house and how I want to make the most out of my time at home. But I think initially it was just really obvious that I really do enjoy being outside. I really do enjoy taking walks at the park or being able to just have the autonomy to plan my day the way that I want to plan my day. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm taking some tips from, from this, this learning experience and trying to just, just work with it and just adapt as best as I can. Right. I'm saying, re, re, uh, oh, so the, the question is, uh, what is one thing that you noticed about yourself, oh, good or bad, that caught your attention? What's one thing yeah, during I learned the quarantine period? Myself, good or bad? Uh, I'll start with the good. <laughs> I'll say, one good thing I learned about myself was something I probably already knew about myself, but like I said, during this time, me just transitioning in a lot of ways. I just, I, I really realized how resilient I am and um, how, even though I'm a very emotional person, I would describe myself as very emotional. I feel everything and which causes me to have really deep emotions. So I can be deeply sad and I can also be extremely happy. You know what I mean? I can also be, very very you know fun outgoing and I could also be very reserved and to myself and quiet you know so like I kind of have these like really stark uh contrasts within my personality and and who I am and I found out during this time that you know that one I have these like really pendulum swings of like 
you know, personality traits. And then not only that, how I'm able to kind of balance them and to accept them. So, you know, I, as I just been, I've been kind of studying myself. I've really been studying myself. Like, you know, the best person to get to know in this world is you, (laughs) because one, you got to be with you all the time. And right. you got to, you know, when everybody else is gone, when your mother go home, when your father go home or, you know, when your partner is gone, whatever, it's you. You are with you. So, um, so yeah, I think on the right. good end, I think I've just realized how resilient I am and how strong I am. And then I would say negative traits, it's not nothing I didn't already know about myself, but I'm see- seeing more how, you know, I would be okay with kind of like talking myself out of something I committed to already. So like if I wrote down a list um, of things that I want to do, mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm, okay, I said I was going to do that today, but I'll just do it tomorrow. And, you know, I've realized how annoying that's become to me now because it's like I I put up a board, like a, a, a whiteboard, like a, mm-hmm. a dry erase board, and I write down my goals every morning. And now, like, when I yeah. don't do them, I got to walk past it midday like, shit, <laughs> Okay, you know, it's not something you just said to yourself. Like, now it's real. It's really real. And I could look at it and say, at the end of the day, damn, I didn't do that. And I got to leave that on my board for the next day. And I want to have fresh shit on my board every day. So, you know, so I learned that I have to, if I write it down on the board and say, I'm going to do it today, I'm going to do it. Period. Like, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, I guess that's one bad thing, but I'm, I'm trying to turn it into a positive. Right. Well, me, um, I noticed that um, I have been a little more creative and be able to write mm-hmm. more things down. Because usually if I think of an idea about something, um, I usually try like, to memorize it. But at the end of the day, being busy with work and everything, I used to forget the idea that I have. So I have realized for myself, I've been more creative and actually, you know, just trying to be... um. I have been more organized on on my business side of it, uh, just coming up with um, just a a plan and goals for myself to reach. So yeah, I I, I say that about myself. That's important. Yeah. All right, Uh, let's go to our relationship uh, (laughs) part of the show. Uh, (laughs) um, What is one thing a man has to do to win you over? Chaz, you can go first. (laughs) I want to say. I want to tell you go first. Um, <laughs> what does a man have to do to win me over? To to win me over, I would say, um, first and foremost, you have to love God. Um, I've kind of, you know, I've kind of made that uh, something mm. I've been negotiable with. Like, I've been like, okay, well, he kind of believes in God, but he kind of, uh, uh, uh. Like, it has to be a, a matter-of-fact thing. Like, is God the center of your life? Is he the head of your life? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? Like, that's literally my first question now moving forward um and to win me over and i and i don't even want to use okay. it win me over because i wouldn't want somebody to have a relationship with christ just to win me over so that's a that's a non-negotiable for me mm-hmm. um but to win me over something outside of um, a relationship with god i would say is honesty 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 um dependability and uh compassion i'm a compassionate thoughtful person you know that that's what will really win me over if i could depend on you if you are honest even things that you're uncomfortable telling me or you know not your greatest moments or even mistakes 
but it's just the honesty. I'm not looking. I don't. I, I don't look for perfection in men. I look for for authenticity and and honesty. So you know, it's like men get that mixed up of trying to be perfect, so they lie to appear perfect. But it's okay not to be perfect. None of us yeah. are. Be mm-hmm. honest and be real because I can respect something right. you told me versus something I found out about right. you. So, so right. you know, I would say mm. I would say those are the things to definitely win me over. And then, if I'm being completely honest, like I love gifts and I love to be wined and dined. I love nice things. I've always loved nice things. Um, <laughs> um, well, nice things? I like quality. Quality nice things typically what is nice thing um, tend to cost more than other things. So I would just leave it at that. <laughs> I like quality nice things. Um, and, you know, and, and like I said, that, and that's not above. And when I say that, I'm just being honest. That's not above honesty or, or faithfulness or compassion or a good person, good heart, loving God. Like all, right, all those right. things come way before anything material. But Okay, let's say let's say a man has all that, right? Honestly and everything, but he doesn't have, you know, uh, the proper <laughs> wallet to get you nice things. Say he has, yeah. Let's say he just gets you some flowers and a five dollar <laughs> uh, little Caesar's pizza. Um, okay I say that? this. Yes, <laughs> I, I say the the short answer is yes, but the but the but the deep answer is yes. But what are you doing to make sure you can get me a Chanel bag? Because that's that's what I'm getting myself. Mm. <laughs> so that's what I'm striving every day to be able to get myself. Right, so I right. need you to be striving every day to be able to do the same for me. So if you don't have it right now, that's okay because I don't have it right now. But are you putting in the work in every day to have it? So in the interim, yes, the thoughtfulness of flowers right. and pizza would a- absolutely be beautiful. But I need to see your work ethic. I need to see your drive and your ambition because the lifestyle that I want for myself you have to also be able to provide that for me because I'm going to provide mm-hmm. it for myself. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Jazz definitely just laid out a whole bunch. Um, yeah, I mean, we have some similarities <laughs> in some of the things. I mean, um, spirituality is important for me, um, for sure. Um, but I guess I would just say for a guy to win me over um I definitely first and foremost there has to be really good chemistry I think I'm like really into that like I I want to be able to feel like the person who I'm with is somebody who I can talk to about anything we can joke about every anything we're on the same exactly basically I need them to be like that best friend Mm -hmm. for me so um, that's like the that's like one of the initial things, the chemistry. I would also say um, I want to be, I want my the person that I'm with to make me feel special. Um, that's gonna help to win me over, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the form of like materialistic things all the time. Granted, I do like gifts. But sometimes it's just, like, a small, sweet gesture that goes a long way. Um, I guess, like, an example example. would be, like, if you, like, let's say it's my birthday and you're dating me. You can, like, let's say you get me a gift or we go away someplace 
Um, I still would want like a, a another small sweet gesture. Like, why don't you write me a, a little note and then maybe like send it to me in an email at 12 o'clock on the dot, like, or like a picture that you like snapped of me when I was asleep and you write me this note that basically shares like, every time I look at you when you're sleeping, I always just am so happy that I'm here with you or so like something small, but like, you know what I mean? Like something it, that's yeah. going yeah. the extra mile to show that like, you really are, trying everything to make me really feel special on on my day like those those little things go a long way for so, me yeah so this is something that a, a, a man has to actually do on his own to actually you know make sure that you uh you know that's that he's actually thinking of you all the time Yes, I mean, and I want to say all the time because I feel like that's unrealistic, right? Like, obviously, everybody has their own, what's going on in their own lives, and you shouldn't even, I don't even want to be with somebody who I need them to be thinking about me all the time to feel validated, like, no. But um, I do remember the little things that you do to make me feel special or for me to feel like, I'm your number one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like those type of things right. kind of stack up and add up. And that makes me, that, that helps to win me over. Um, and also right. honesty, honesty is a really big thing for me. Um, I'm very blunt. I'm very honest. <laughs> um, and when somebody lies, even though, even if it's about something small, it's a huge turnoff to me. Um, Cause it just, shows like the lack of integrity in your character and if I'm gonna be building a foundation with somebody um, I want to make sure that it's built on realness and not on phoniness fakeness Um, so so I would say like those three things are like really important to me like the chemistry um, being my best friend making me feel special and then just being honest and authentically yourself Okay, let me ask you when you ask this question. Is this something that you actually say to a man on the first date or um, many dates that you have? Because uh, a man can't read your mind. So if he's not really, you know, if he's not really like uh, attending, attending to your needs or what you like to make you feel like you, you want it, is this something that you will actually insert on the first date or I think a, a couple it depends. of dates after that? I think it depends on what the first date's like. Because I mean, I mean, first off, the chemistry, I don't even want to say that. Like, I should feel it, right? So, um, and sometimes right. I've had first dates where I've spoken to somebody and, like, next thing you know, we're just talking about, like, any and everything because we've connected so deeply. Like, we were just on the same page with everything and, like, we're just enjoying it so much that we're just, like, talking about our family, like, talking about everything, right? Um, but it's not necessarily something mm-hmm. that... I go into the first day saying that I need to hit these topics. Um, typically, I used like to go off the vibe, see if I like the chemistry, and then if the chemistry is good, we probably will be hanging out again really soon. And as we continue to grow this relationship between us, it'll probably come into terms because we won't be necessarily be official. We will just be getting to know each other. And at that point, Usually it comes up into conversations like, what do you look for 
in a relationship? What what do you look for in your significant other? Once those conversations happen, then I think it's appropriate time to kind of just share, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what really makes me happy. You know, like, at least that's the way that I approach mm-hmm. it. Um... Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very, as you probably know, I'm very like, I don't. I'll say whatever. Not will say whatever, but I'm not afraid to say something to a man. Like I would definitely say something like that on the first day. And honestly, I like doing stuff like that to see if you could kind of handle my personality because if you can handle me asking you something as blunt as that on the first date, then maybe you can handle the other stuff that's to come. <laughs> Because I'm not easy at all. Um, so, so yeah, I kind of like to do stuff like that as like a test of like, hey, let me see how tough he is or if he'll be offended by that or if he'll be turned off by that or that's not type of woman that he likes. And that's okay. Like, you know, that's okay too. That's why it's kind of good to ask those kind of questions or really show like your real personality on that first date. Because it's like, I may not be the type of woman that you're interested in dating. Like, you might have thought that that's what you wanted but then you're like Mm-mm, no I need somebody more whatever and that's okay and I also need somebody more whatever and that's okay so we could kind of <laughs> save each other the time so I think it is good to kind of ask those questions first date or just throw them out there as feelers just to see you know what type of person you're dealing with but Jazz if mm-hmm. you was on a date with somebody and just off the rip, like, y'all was just straight vibing. Like, mm-hmm. you were just having so much fun. The conversation was just flowing. And it didn't actually even come up. Like, let's say you guys went to a concert and y'all just vibing and having fun. Like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily come up to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, basically saying, like, if y'all was vibing and chemistry was great, like, everything was just going seemingly well. Like, you guys were just having light-hearted fun on the first time you guys were on a date. Would you purposely interject that into the conversation? No, no, I don't think so. I think that if it was, if we were just vibing and, you know, things were flowing or whatever, then I would go, just go with the flow. I'm not saying, like, mm-hmm. like you kind of yeah. feel, you kind of feel it out. Like, I'm saying, like, sitting down at dinner and we kind of conversing and having a conversation and questions are being asked, then, yeah, let me throw okay. a little question there. But, like, if we just out having a good time, vibing, drinking, or, you know, whatever. Like, no, exactly. I wouldn't try to just, like, kill the vibe. Like, all right, so, <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I don't. What is your relationship with God? Right, right, right. No, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't do that. I definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't do that. All right. Okay. All right. For the record, uh, for the audience, what are you, uh, lady signs? It's your zodiac signs. I am a Leo, a proud Leo. Okay. <laughs> Wait, August. August what? August twenty second. I'm a cusp, so I do have some Virgo tendencies, but I am a Leo. Yes, you do. But I'm okay. a Leo. <laughs> uh, yes. I am a true Capricorn. Okay. Um, yeah, Capricorn to the bone. January. <laughs> January, yeah, January 3rd okay. is my birthday, so. My mother's birthday is yes. the first, it's New Year's oh, wow. uh, day. Oh, dope. So yeah. she's already a cool person. Like, yeah. <laughs> Capricorns are the best. Yeah. No offense, guys. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> what a record. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Isn't it y'all season now? No. No, we're we in like, Aries season now. It's oh, late January, late January, um, 
towards like mid February, a little after Valentine's Day. Oh, and then it's Pisces after that. Yeah. Okay. No, Pisces right, cool. already passed, Tosi. No, he's saying after Aquarius. Oh, I thought you were saying after Aries. <laughs> yeah, after Aquarius, and it's Pisces and it's Aries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies. Uh, next question: <laughs> What is the worst sex experience that sticks out in your mind? Whoa! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Of course, I gotta be the 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 vulgar one out of the, out of the bunch. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I always just reflect on something that happened a really really long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um the worst sex experience um actually i have two that stick into my head but i'll focus on one one experience was that it was somebody who i was dealing with before i went away for school and um you know we kind of had like a casual relationship this is a long time ago it was probably dating back like 10 years ago now um and basically when i came back from when i came back from break or came home on break from school um i connected with the dude and we hung out and like i was in a different place at that time like we used to we used to just hang out and do things afterwards so that was kind of just like what we did and um it got to the point where we was about to do what we do and I was like, yo, I don't feel the same way I feel about this dude anymore. <laughs> like, I, I just don't. Like, and it was literally, like, about to happen, and I just stopped it. I was just like, honestly, I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. And he was just like, what? And I was just like, yeah, like, I, I, I don't, I just can't do it. Like, I, I'm, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I'm just forcing myself right now, and I just can't do it. Um, and he wow. was respectful about it. And it was it was awkward. That was the last time we hung out. Mm. Um, but he definitely did reach out to me after and was like, "Yeah, like every single time we would spend time together, like I always, you know, felt connected to you, and like maybe we could try something like that, like in the future." And I kind of just like shut it down because it was just it was just over, basically. <laughs> um, so so that was an awkward moment to just literally stop it right before it's about to happen and be like, "Yeah." Right. I can't do this. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm happy that I did that though. Because women never force yourself to do something you don't want to do. Absolutely. Just because it's awkward or you're gonna be embarrassed, like don't do it. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um with me, my my worst sex experience was um I was actually dating this woman and she gave me a Steve Harvey rule. What is that? A ninety day rule. Ninety days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, doing that 90 days, you know, we actually, you know, vibing and everything, um, talking about sex and what we like, what we don't like. So I actually explained to this woman what I actually like, right? And she said she was actually, she was actually an expert in what I like, which is, you know, going down, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. when, when the time came, <laughs> when the time came, right, um, it was the worst, um, experience of getting ahead in my life. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. What, what I'm cur- oh no. Oh goodness. Like the, the way she would grip it were like it wasn't like like she was like holding on to the damn train pole or something. It was just too tight. It was like she didn't know how to like 
you know, massage it right. And it so was, this was at the 90 day mark? Just after 90 days. Okay. <laughs> she gave me the Seahawks after 90 days. And then she was talking this shit like she was the best of uh, what I like to be done to me. And when it came down to that moment, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the worst sex experience. Wow. But guys don't feel like they could, you, you, you're not in the business of teaching a woman what you like versus what you don't like is automatic rap at that point for you? Uh, you know, I mean, I could like teach you of what things could be like done to me. But you have to be comfortable with me teaching you like that. But if you if you would have said that from the beginning, saying that you're not that experienced, then I'm like I would get it once we actually went through that. But you actually talking shit like you, you know, Pinky or somebody that knows what they're doing, and you really <laughs> and it's really not that way the way you perform in the bedroom. So it's it's actually a big turnoff for me when you know when um, women talk about. You know, um, I could do this, I could do that, but it's but when it comes down to it, you can't perform. (laughs) I know, but I mean, I guess I'm just gonna push back again and say, sometimes what what if the people or person she was previously, you know, having relations with likes that, Um, but this is your preference. Is it yeah. an automatic, like, done deal? Like, okay, you spent 90 days with this girl. I was vibing to the point where it ex- escalated to you guys having physical, you know, physical encounters with each one another. Um, are you going to just throw that out because she doesn't give you fellatio the way that you intended to? Like, who knows? Maybe the last dude she was with likes a little bit of teeth. to answer that question right during the 90 days i'm telling you what i like you know i'm telling you what (laughs) not like the little t (laughs) wow that's funny yeah during the 90 days i'm telling you what i like and and you actually responding oh yeah i know how to do that and then when you actually do that you know it's not like you, you you're not you know you're not living up to the hype. So I'm not saying I would end it quickly. Um, I would actually tell you, I'm a blunt person, so I would tell you, listen, this is not what you said it was. And oh, dang. <laughs> I'm just blunt like that because I would want the, the same thing for my woman. If I'm, if, if I, if I'm performing for Felicia on you, uh, I have my own way of doing it, but it's not, if you don't like the way that I'm doing it, tell me what turns you on and, and be like, daddy, do this this way. You know, so you know what? I actually, I actually can relate because I feel like when I was debating what story I would share, um, the other story that I guess I'll share because it's, it's again, these are like 10 year old stories, so it's fine. Um, but, (laughs) but yeah, similarly, there was a guy who I was dating for a while and I was like, you know, yeah, I'm not giving it up. Like you have to wait, blah, 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 blah. And this dude like was constantly like bragging about his experience and like what he could do. And when the moment finally came, like it was, 
so lackluster. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was, first of all, it was so short. The, ex- the experience was so short and it was nothing special at all to the point where, to the point of like immediately after he started to apologize and was like, I know, <laughs> like, I know this wasn't what I expected. I making excuses. I didn't even ask for the excuses. Like he just volunteered excuses on why he didn't perform the way that he had been sharing that he would. Yeah, so he was it was a huge turn off for me. Yeah, he knew he was running game. Like you know, yeah. like it's the same thing. Like if you don't be honest, a lot of people don't mind to be honest with each other. So right. if you're not if you're not honest, then it's like it's a big disappointment. It's a big turn off. And Jazz, you ain't getting away with this. You gotta ask questions. I will say, I will say one time, it's not a sexual experience, but I guess it's like an intimate experience. Um, this guy I was talking to, he was like kissing on my neck. And right after he, <laughs> right after he finished, <laughs> right after he finished kissing on my neck, mm. my neck smelled like shit. <laughs> Mm. Literally, Chelsea's laughing because I remember me telling her this. My neck literally smelled oh, like shit, and I was God. like, "What?" That is a like, sexual encounter, though. I guess I guess you would say that, but I was just like, "What?" And I was like, mm. "Oh my!" It was so disgusting. Like, and we didn't kiss on the mouth. Like, this is the first time I guess he was trying to like he wanted to kiss me on the mouth. So the first thing he did mm. was try to kiss me on my neck, and. Yeah. And as soon as he lifted his head up, and I said, what the fuck is that smell? And then I, like, oh, turned no. my head to the side, and I was like, oh, my God, his spit smells like shit. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> it was so disgusting. So, yeah, that would be that would be the most disgusting thing that ever happened to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shitty spit. <laughs> Shitty spit. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Right. Literally just ends it with shitty smell. Shitty smell. Was Jeff? Did we lose Jeff? You hear me? Oh yeah. no, you you went out for a second. But go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Name three. Name three things that a a man has to show you to for you to feel secure in a relationship. Uh, I think more of, I would probably echo what I mentioned before, you know, Mm. honesty, honesty, um, you know, I would say this, you have to be gentle with me and as much as a firecracker, I would describe myself to be, I'm also fragile, you know, like you can't, you can't handle me in a rough way so I would say for me to feel truly safe with a man he has to show me that he can be gentle with me how he speaks to me how he responds to me how he reacts to me like you have to react to me in a gentle way and that would make me feel safe so I would say being gentle being honest and being honestly to really feel safe my mom always says you can't follow a man is supposed to lead and you can't follow a parked car. She always tells me that. You can't <laughs> follow funny. a parked car. And um, and I'm like, so I need to know that he has the ability to be in motion and moving and moving in a, a direction that looks like something that my vision is. So, you know, I want a man to, to, feel, to feel really safe. 
I need to know that you're able to lead me because if I am in partnership with you and if I am intimate with you and in a committed relationship with you, then I'll consider you being my husband and the father of my children. And that's how I think, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking if you can't lead me in this relationship, then how can you lead my children? How can you lead me in a marriage? How can you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, in order to feel really safe, those would be the things I would need to see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that, yeah, it definitely does, you know, piggyback off of when we were talking about what guys have to do to win us over. Um, but I would say in order for me to feel secure in the relationship, um, that honesty piece is super important for me. Um, if I, if you lie about meaningless things, like I'm not going to be able to trust you and Trust is a huge, um, you know, foundation for relationships with people. Um, And once that trust is broken, it really does, you know, lead you to feeling like you don't know what to expect with that person. Um, That security is gone. So um, definitely that honesty piece is really, really important for me. Um, I think also for me to feel secure in a relationship, knowing that you'll be there when things are bad um, is really important for me too. Like when I'm having those bad days, when I'm going through things with my family, when I'm going through things in my job, when I'm having issues that you can't necessarily solve for me, but you still being by my side throughout each and every step of the way, like I feel secure. I feel like I know that you have my back. Um, so I would say I would say that like that um, unwavering support, even in tough circumstances, makes me feel secure. And I think um, I also feel secure when um, I feel secure when the guy or the, my significant other is checking for me, even at times when I'm not necessarily checking for him. Like I feel like that's maybe a little bit of a superficial one, but not necessarily. Like, I feel like I, everybody has a little bit of ego, right? And um, I think that in order for me to really feel secure in a relationship, I kind of like to know that, yeah, like, no matter who is in front of my significant other, like, they're going to be thinking about toast. Like, they're going to be thinking about me. Um, again, maybe a little bit superficial, maybe a little bit egotistical, but I'm being honest, um, that, that does make me feel secure in our relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, from (laughs) from a man's point of view, uh, for me, um, the three things that make me feel secure in a relationship is one is trust, um, two is communication, and it, and I hope you and, and and Jazz is ready for this. You gotta learn how to cook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you know. I agree with you. We gotta know how to make something you know, at least. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta do something. You, you gotta, you know, make some oodles and noodles with tuna fish. You gotta do something. <laughs> I, I can't I can't trust you on that. But that makes you feel That's secure. Funny. No, that she has to uh, if she doesn't, if she doesn't learn, if she doesn't know how to cook, I can't trust. 
I'm weak. Oh, uh, dang. If she knows how to cook, I'm secure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> you funny, Josh. <laughs> no. All right, ladies. Well, <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I feel you. I feel like it's the same thing with, like, it's a turnoff when guys don't necessarily, I mean, I hate to, like, you know, just lend into the traditional, like, gender roles, like, so much. But, like, when yeah. guys don't know how to just protect or, like, fix something or just offer advice on, like, those typical guy topics, like, I don't know. It, I mean, it could be a little Not bit of true. a turnoff. I wouldn't say, like, it's a make or break for me, but... Yeah, definitely do pay attention to that. Like when a guy just doesn't know how to fix anything or take initiative in like being handy or those more traditional male roles. I, I definitely do exactly. take take heed to that and, and notice it. So yeah. No, no, I totally agree because those type of things are in Brennan's that's while growing up. Yeah. I think he went out again. Yeah. Jeff? Hello? You yeah, you cut out again. Uh, sorry. No, I was saying that um, this is something that um, that's, that will be uh, like inbred in us when we're growing up. You know, we hear from our, our parents, you know, aunts, uncles. This is something that you look for in a, in a man and a woman. So that's 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 kind of something in the back of our mind. Um. Right. You look for like traditional things, but it's also um, getting to know the person and you can trust the person. You communicate. Communication is very key in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you can't communicate with each other, it, it, I mean, you might just, just just burn up the house. You might just yeah, communication. I meant to that. I'm I'm sorry that I missed that one because yes, yes, that has to be probably in my. You have to know how to communicate and articulate your feelings and your emotions. Yep. And it, it, like, period. Yes, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I thank you for mentioning that because I totally mm-hmm. forgot. But I think that also does lend into just honesty sometimes too. Like, is it is a, a a layer of honesty is like actually being able to like say when you aren't happy or say when something that mm-hmm. the other person did is affecting you like not just keeping that in because that is also a form of like omission is a form of lying too actually mm-hmm. um but yeah yes agreed mm-hmm. uh, all right ladies uh <laughs> last question on the night um mm-hmm. what does love and commitment means to you mm-hmm. i like that question jazz is a love guru so you go. <laughs> I, I would describe doctor. myself she as a love guru. But I love love. I do love love. I always have. I always have. I've been a hopeless romantic my whole life. Um, what does love and commitment mean to me? I think that it is mm, I think it's I think it's vital to life. I do. I do think that. And I mean, obviously we, we can say love and commitment can come in different ways. It doesn't have to be romantic love, but as it relates to romantic love, um, I think it's very important. It's something that I think enriches your life when you are in a healthy, loving relationship, in a healthy, committed relationship. It's very enriching, and it adds to have companionship and to have someone. And to have companionship without love and commitment is when it can be, you know, sometimes you hold on to a companion just for the sake of companionship 
when there really is no love and commitment still there present. So, you know, I think that is so, so, so very important. And it's, it's hard work. And the best advice I got from a friend of mine who's married, he's been married. I think he's been married. I think he's only maybe 13 years, but he's been with his wife like 20 years. And he told me, he said, it's hard enough to make it work with the right person. You can't make it work with the wrong person. So, so, when he said that, like he dug a little deeper and pretty much told me like, my wife is amazing. She's an amazing person. She's career oriented. She's a great mother to our children. She's all these things. And it's still hard. And I still don't like her some days. So imagine doing that with a mediocre person or a mm-hmm. person who does it. It, it. it can't work. Like, so you need to have a great person and a, a person who's all, all those things, self-sufficient, you know, whatever, because it's hard enough trying to make it work with that type of person, let alone the wrong person. So to me, that ties in some ways love and commitment. And that's just been sticking with me. He recently told me that maybe about three months ago, and it's just been heavy in my spirit. Like, wow, that just touched me because it's like, damn, that's true. Like, it's hard enough. And then you try to make it work with somebody who's not those things. So not only are you compensating for the lack in their personal development growth etc now i also have to go through the struggle of relationship with the incompetent person so now i'm playing two roles how can you really have love and commitment you know you need to strive for greatness you want the best of everything you want the best person you can possibly have so my final word on that is just go for the best person not the person that comes and you trying to make them the best person or make right. it you know to make it fit right mm-hmm. Off topic, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think this is a really interesting question. I feel like, I feel like, in my love life throughout my life, I guess um, the definition of love has shifted in some ways. I feel like as I become more wise, like with experiences that I've had with love, like I you know, interpret love in many different ways now. But um, I think at least where I'm at right now is that love means to me that you genuinely want to see the other person, the best for the other person. Like whatever that means, whatever, whatever that is for that person the best for them like you genuinely want to support them in that journey to being the best that they could be um I think love apart from just that foundation of I got you you got me throughout no matter what um definitely there needs to be a component of that romance too especially when we're talking about relationships I think Sometimes when people are in a relationship for a long period of time, that romance becomes less important to the person. And sometimes people could say like, oh, well, I still love that person. I know I love that person. But you loving somebody also means, you know, compromising, sacrificing sometimes to really um, support that that the person that you love and what what they're hoping what they see as like the best thing for them if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um i also feel like love 
um, I feel like love just love changes in relationships. There's different phases as you go on in life. Um, and kind of being accepting that we are going to try our very best to make this work. Um, and if at the end of the day, um, being together doesn't necessarily mean being together isn't necessarily what's best for both of us. I feel like it actually takes love to like let that person go and say like, I want the best for you and I can't fulfill that for Mm -hmm. you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know that's not the most like squishy and like, (laughs) um, heartwarming, (laughs) um, definition of love, but I think love ultimately is kind of just, really putting that person that you love's best interest like at the forefront and not being selfish um and really just supporting them in that journey to being the best person that they can be yeah um mm-hmm. yeah for me um love means to me uh is um it's trust it's commitment it's um it's support um being there for one each other uh, being best friends. Um, commitment to me is um, actually keeping your pants on and not off. <laughs> that, right. That right. Is Whether, you know, it's different phases of cheating. So if you actually flirting with someone that's cheating, if you actually, you know, like some other man or woman's take on Instagram, that's cheating. You know, if it's, <laughs> if it's, you know, something like, you know, if you're actually entertaining another person that's outside of the relationship, it's cheating. So that would commit me to me. Just, just um, keep your pants on and not off. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we appreciate that mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 PSA, definitely. all man. All right, ladies. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies. So that's the end of Source of Conversations. Uh, Episode eight. Uh, I appreciate you, Queens, for coming through. Um, just give them your um, your plugins and everything where they can find you on social media and your business. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure you follow me at I am Jazz August on Instagram. That's where you can really tap in with me with everything, as well as my website, I am jazzaugust.com. I, I have a new episode every Monday, Unapologetically Jazz, the podcast. You can search that on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. And um, I'll give you guys a sneak peak or a uh what do you say exclusive that this mm-hmm. this week's episode will be about self-love and letting go anything and everyone that doesn't serve you um and i think that uh, that'll be a great something for people to hear whether you're in a relationship or not or you know just about loving yourself so tap in with me at i am jazz august on instagram and um all the other handles i just mentioned Yes, and um, you can follow my personal page um, at Miss Toast um, on Instagram. So that's ms.tos. Um, and then my business page, Holistic Remedies. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Holistic Remedies underscore LLC. And you can also visit us online at holisticremedies.co. Um, we're shipping as usual. We want to make sure that we're supporting your self-care needs during this time. Very, very important to tap into that. So please um, check us out. Check me out. 
Yes, yes. And um, I want to um, give a special shout out to you ladies for being on the show. My beautiful queens, I appreciate y'all. Um, there are going to be more future episodes uh, with us. Um, y'all go support uh, Jazz Podcast. Y'all go support uh, Miss Toast uh, Business. Get some home uh, some home remedy stuff. And, you know, get some killing stuff for your knees, your bad, you know, elbows or whatever you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's social conversation IG with a Z at the end, Facebook with a S at the end. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, uh, subscribe, and share. Um, follow us on um, Anchor FM at Social Conversations. Um, add us to your favorites, and also if you want to leave us a voicemail or any topics you would like us to talk about, you know, leave it in the voicemail. And also, it's also a support button you support every month. Um, whether it's a dollar, whether it's five dollars or ten dollars a month, um, it will be a help to the podcast. Um, the money will go towards studio time and it will go towards uh, our travel. We get a lot of requests for travel. Um, so just um, go and support us if you like the episodes that we bring to you. Um, also, uh, check out check us out on our Teespring. We got um, uh, T-shirts um, with our Season 1 logo and our Season 2 logo on Teespring. Uh, the campaign is in the soon, so you got to go get some official merchandise. Um, I have hats being made right now. I just found a vendor. So I know you guys are looking for some hats. I got that coming to you. So look out for that. Uh, my personal IG is SmacksTheGeneral2 on Instagram. So y'all guys want to hit me up. Uh, hit me up, and you know we're gonna keep bringing you this uh this good source of conversation, and we we'll see you on the next one. Peace, peace, peace. peace. peace.